At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Get access to actionable news and market research with all the information you need to invest smarter and profit faster. Start your free trial today at pro.benzinga.com. What's going on, everyone? And welcome back to First Trade, folks. We are here. Uh, it's been a minute since we've done an episode. We've had some, you know, events in the back and, and some breaks. But actually, uh, I, in case you guys were, were fans of the show or just, I don't know, were fans of, of me or Michael or, or Franny, just wanted to let you know that this will, at least for the foreseeable future, uh, be the last episode of First Trade. But don't worry, folks. We're going to make sure it's a good one. So, um yeah, if you guys have any questions or want to participate in the chat, make sure to get that going. Say what's up, um, and I will intro our guest here in just a minute. But before that, I'm going to play the little intro for the show, at least uh, for the last time for now, at least. Boom. All right. That was the intro, folks. Uh, usually, this part of the show, this intro, I'm here with my co-host, Michael. Uh, we do have our producer in the background, Franny. Unfortunately, uh, Michael couldn't make it for this one. He was busy with some calls, so you're just going to get me. But that's all right. Um, no really portfolio to discuss or anything. I want to spend a uh, majority of today's episode on the guest and, and today's discussion, which is all about Level 2. Uh, and when it comes to Level 2, folks... I am very much so uninformed. Uh, I'm about to the level of I watched a YouTube video explaining it about like an hour ago. So about to learn a lot. Uh, and, and our guest here is a pro, um, a friend to the Benzinga community. He is part of the Strat community. He has a daily live stream with the Discord group where he's trading. So folks, I want to bring on Andy, a.k.a. Mighty Soldiers Trades, onto the show. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, Rohan? What's up? What's up? Uh, it's not much. How's it going for you, Andy? How is your trading going? Everything's going great, man. But you, you seem to be like everywhere. I don't know how you find time to sleep. You're, you're like, and you're killing it over there. Like everything. <laughs> I appreciate that way, it. Yeah. You gotta like on this show because you're just spread everywhere. Yeah, I mean, and we were obviously experimenting a lot and, and trying some new forms of content. So don't worry, you're, you're still going to see me on the channel. I'll just be doing something else probably. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's uh, it's all good fun out here and uh, end up being spread out, I guess. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But before we jump too far into it, Andy, um, I want to just give you an opportunity for the people out there who don't know you. Just tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm Andy from Mighty Soldiers Trades. Uh, Basically, I'm an army veteran. I created, I, 
I started just going down in my basement and watching every video, reading every book, listening to every audio book that I possibly can. Sorry about the camera angle, guys. Um, just, just, I mean, I would fall asleep uh, and wake up and replay the video and just keep doing that. There was one that I ha had that was like so, some lady, she spoke very slow and it was the most simple stuff that had nothing to do with what I'm doing now. But I thought that that's what I needed to learn to, to do this. Because when I first started, I had no idea how to buy a stock. I didn't know what the orders were you know, um, like limit order, market order, stop. What's the difference between a stop limit and, you know, stop market? Just so many things that I had no idea about. I had no idea about shorting. Um, yeah, just, I mean, it, it, it's, it's endless. And, and I don't know, I think it's, it's pretty cool to, to be where I'm at now and just hoping to help people out, you know? There we go. Awesome. Appreciate it. Um, and, and one other thing, Andy, is there's there's one question I pretty much have to ask any guest who comes on the show. Um, and that is, of course, could you tell us about your first trade, uh, if you remember it, you know, kind of walk us through that process, how you got into it, how to play it out? Well, if you want the funny story, the funny story is my first trade wasn't actually a trade. I had got this stock from my grandpa. It was a paper certificate. And I had went down to the bank to try to cash the certificate in. Turns out that I think it's some company that was acquired by DTE or something along those lines, some energy company. And uh, the bank told me they had no idea what to do with this. We're well into the E-trading era now. And, and sir, I have no <laughs> idea how to help you. And here I am like holding this thing. I, I thought, I don't know, I thought maybe I was like a millionaire because my, my grandpa had this like tucked away for a really long time. And I'm like, awesome, this is so cool. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cash in. And turns out it's probably pretty much worthless. I still have it somewhere. I still don't know what to do with it, but yeah, I, I don't know what you would what you would do with that. My my dad, funny enough, is in like a similar situation where he was like um, in his teens or something like that uh, when he was living in India. Had bought a certain quantity of some stock on the Indian stock exchange, and and theoretically it should be worth something now. But now that he's been out of the country for you know. 30 years or something like that it's it's really hard for him to like verify his identity and actually get the money from the bank so it's pretty much just got useless papers for him um kind of funny for me it's, it's definitely not useless though because you know it's something to look back on memorabilia uh one day i'll frame it or something i'll 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 hide the embarrassing portion where i think me and my <laughs> grandpa like we, we uh we sort of tried to sign it over to me and it's embarrassing i don't know I don't, maybe i won't show it that's awesome well, okay. Speaking of showing things, there's one thing I, I wanted to bring up because the first time we met, actually, you, you gave me something um, when you're over here in the office, and I have it here with me, which is uh, pretty awesome. It's this little little coin over here. If it'll focus, oh, there we go. Uh, which I guess is a, a ancient Roman coin, which is pretty amazing. Um, you gave that to me the first time you met when we were in the office, and you hopped on the Power Hour, and uh, I was like, all right, I'm never gonna forget this guy. It was awesome. Yeah, th those those were my first trade right there. Nice. Started getting, started getting into those, thinking that those were going to be the way they probably could be. But now I don't even. I'm not even trying to like go through them and organize them to sell them. Just I love collecting them. I love the history. I think that one's Fostima. I, I Fostima. I don't know something like that. But you might want to have it uh, have somebody and um, somebody more expert than me to tell you what it is. I'll definitely have to, you know, get it, get it checked out. That'd be awesome to learn more about it. Um, so, you know, I don't want to, you know, waste any more time. I want to get right to it. Andy, uh, in your words, I guess, what is level two? 
Well, pretty much leveled. Okay. For a stock, it's like an auction. You know, you have a bid, you have buyers and you have the ask where you have your sellers. And, uh, Basically, level two is is the order book that shows these bids, the you know the stacked buyers and stacked sellers, the closest uh, price to the the current price for your bid and for your ask. That's going to be where the best. Uh, what is it called? Sorry, guys. Whew. Okay, I'm a little little bit unorganized here today. Anyways, oh, the, 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 the the best the best bid offer uh, national basically the nas- national best bid and offer regulation. So they have to give you the the very best bid or best offer. That's the regulation. And what you're seeing when you look at the spread, that's pretty much it. If you want to get in at the ask, you know, or if you want to buy a stock, you would have to get in at the ask if you want to just get in. If you try to get in at the bid on the, on, on the man, I'm sorry. Whew, I'm a little nervous today, Rohan. Ah, relax. It's all good. I mean, I see I, the whole premise of this show is I don't know what I'm talking about. So it's a little bit easier for me on, on my side because I just get to ask questions. But, well, we had a crazy day today, and then I have a bunch of these uh, little cue cards laying all around, and I'm trying to figure out which one I'm going to with this. And uh, anyways, but yeah, the, the level two is where you're going to find the bids, the offers, people that are trying to buy the stock, people that are trying to sell the stock at various price points. And you know, so if you got uh, 301, that's the bid. That's where you, if you pretty much, if you were trying to sell a stock, that's the best place that you get to get out. And at the ask, if you're trying to get in a stock, that's the best place that you can get into the stock. So, oh man, I am really. I'm going to, I'm going to pull up a picture of like a basic level two kind of. I have my broker here too. If you ever want me to share my screen with it, but yeah, either way, whatever's easier for you. Go ahead and pull up whatever you want. And oh, that's going to pop right on top of our faces. I don't know if that's the best way to do it. Um, <laughs> but okay. Well, if folks, if you wanted to look at it, this is like a an example of a, of a level two chart on Thinkorswim. Um, and, and what Andy is talking about is is between the bid and the ask. It's kind of showing you, um, what people are willing to sell it for and what people are willing to buy it for and what quantity, right? Right. Level two shows all the buyers and the sellers. Uh, let's let's put let's put air quotes around all the buyers and sellers though, because you're going to have hidden orders. I can put hidden orders in in my platform. Um, and what you're doing when you're looking for that is when you get rate, like within a penny of that price, you could have a wall that's only 2000 on the ask, you know, somebody's trying to sell on the ask, there's only 2000. And as soon as it gets there within one penny, it'll show you the full wall. That's like 30,000. And if there's anything like uh, dark pool prints or, you know, anything that you can't see, you will then be able to look at your time and sales and see where that printed to, to know that, yes, there was a hidden wall. I've had times when I'm, when I'm in a stock, and I, I, I look at the ask and it only has like 100 on the ask and it should be going up, but it's just stopped dead on that. So you got like a huge number on the bid. That's the buyers. You got the little tiny number on the ask. And you're like, there's no way that this is not going to buy right through that above, you know, up through this ask. And it just sits there and it's like a rock. It stops. And that's one of the things I look for, too. If I see uh, um, on the level two, if I see on the ask, I'm wanting the stock to go up. I'm, you know, long biased. If I'm if I'm looking and I see that there's this little number and it's solid and it's rock steady, not even one share is getting eaten out of it. I, I call it anyways. Uh, that pretty much at that point, I, I'm I'm probably just going to get out of there because when that usually happens, it's it's like the stock is pretty much dead. It's they're probably not going to let it go. They whoever they are. And um, another thing I look for is if you have a, a, a ever growing wall on the ask. Like so, let's say that you get to, you know, you're at five, you're looking. Anyways, it, it, 
it gets up to like 510 and you see 30,000 on the ask. That's 30,000 shares that that has to eat through in order to get any higher. You can't get any higher unless you, unless you get through these 30,000 shares. And then all of a sudden it pulls the, the, the ask comes down with the price to now let's say 508 and 505, you know, 498. And you keep seeing this 30,000 wall or 100,000 wall coming down with price. That's another sign of death for me that, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much, I'm, I'm just trying to get out of the way because I've been in so many stocks, especially as a new trader where I get in, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm wishing that it's going to go up and I'm looking at this wall and what you were talking about. Uh, I, I heard from, from Melissa that you, you put out there that about like hidden walls and, you know, the spoofing and, and all the, what the shenanigans going on pretty much. So can you even trust level two? Um, and I would say no. Pretty much, you can't you can't trust anything you see. Everything you see there, it's not the whole picture because you got dark pools, which are off exchange, you know, exchanges that are that they're doing orders that are not fully transparent. I don't believe they have to print for twenty four hours from the dark pool. So these are orders you're not even seeing on there. And, right. Yeah. No. I mean, I, that that is something I wanted to bring up a little bit later too. Is is how um, you know often a lot of what you're seeing is also bot trading. Um, and so, but I want, I want to take it back to kind of the basics of it. You did mention a little bit when you're talking about those walls, um, you know, with those large quantities, like 30,000 or something like that. Uh, I was watching another video talk. Someone was explaining how you can kind of look at those sizable amounts and kind of use those to get an idea for what, uh, the next support or resistance might be. Um, I, I personally do not look at a, at a big wall on the bid or the ask and say, okay, buyers are stepping in or there's a seller that's in my way. I don't really look at it like that at all. I kind of uh, think of it as there's the retail participants, which is me and you, real participants in the market. And then there's whatever's going on with the market making, market makers, spoofing or whatever, hidden orders, you know, things that are going on. And most of it, the way that I take it is, is it's, it's not going to be, those balls are not going to be accurate. You know, the only way that I, that I, that I, like I said, that I actually believe that is if we have the wall, it's it stops, you know, at one particular price. And then that wall continues to come down, pretty much smashing the price, give, giving up any hope of it even getting back up to where it got rejected in the first place. So I, I, I ignore um, there's a hundred thousand wall in the bid. I don't think that that means that, yes, this stock's going to go up or no, that stock's not going to break through there. In fact, I kind of think the opposite. If I see like a hundred thousand wall on the bid, I think it's probably going to go sit on it. It's going to make everybody think that it's going to, that's going to hold up. And then that's going to shoot right through there. Like um, if I'm going to, if I'm buying a stock and I see a big, huge gap below the bid like that. So let's say I'm trying to get it $5 and I see a gap all the way down to like 470 where there's not many orders. The next order down is like 472 or something. You know, I'm thinking that that's like a cloud. So if I do get in where I intended to get in at that price, we're just going to, you know, drop to hell and I'm going to be, uh, losing, you know, quite a bit of money right off the bat. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's interesting too. Um, I want to, there's a question that's, that's kind of like on my list of things to talk about in this show. Um, and this one I think is from Franny, our producer, and I honestly don't even understand the question. So I'm kind of curious to hear about it. Um, and it says how to use time and sales in accordance with level two to verify orders. Well, time and sales, like I said, pretty much if you have like a hidden order or anything or have any shenanigans going on in level two where you cannot see those those numbers, you're still mm -hmm. gonna be able to see them print in the in the time and sales. So you can you can use time and sales to see the prints, you know, 
like that. Or um, the way I use level level two, or time in sales, though, more or less, is just to see what the liquidity, what the action's like in that stock at the moment. Anything that I trade, I'm wanting to make sure. Okay, backing it up a little bit. Uh, you know, if I wanna if I wanna buy or sell a stock, there has to be somebody willing to sell or or buy my shares at that given price. So if I'm just trying to buy that stock. You know, there has to be somebody in an agreeable price point that we have to meet and match together in order to even make that deal happen. And in order for me to know, like if I want to instantaneously get in the stock, then I have to go wherever there's liquidity, wherever there, there is that number of shares. So if I'm trying to get a thousand shares filled, but, uh, you know, then I see that there's only a thousand shares available at that at that price point. Uh, Ten thousand. OK. If I'm trying to get filled 10,000 shares and there's only 1,000 shares available at that price point, then I'm not going to be able to get my whole order. I'm only going to get partial fill at that given price point. But uh, yeah, time and sales, uh, I generally use it just to see how fast is that flipping through? How is the action on this thing? Do we have just a, a chart set up to where you know we're down resting at a really nice spot that looks like, okay, that's a beautiful pullback. I want to buy that. And you know, I don't realize that there's a rejection maybe on another time frame. And the time in sales is just kind of sitting still or just barely ticking through that. That to me is a, a red flag. Like, I don't really want to mess with that because that means that, you know, I'm the only retail buyer in the room. I, I kind of call it like warehouse theory where, you know, if we're in a huge giant warehouse and there's a bunch of like market makers and, you know, institution guys, and we have like a bright orange vest for retailers, you don't want to be the only orange vest in that warehouse. And if you, if there is another retailer, you don't want him to be way on the other side where you can't even see him, you know? You want to make sure that there's a lot of action happening on that play to act. So you, you know, you're going to catch that momentum. But. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. It's kind of a, I like your analogy for it. Um, there was a, a, a question in the chat it says, can you show us time and sales? Is that something like um, that? you? Can I got time and sales flipping through on my chart or on my uh, screen right now. If you want me to share it. Yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna have to move this to another screen, though, guys. This is while, gonna be while you're pulling out that up. Someone wanted me to ask you about your shirt. Oh, this is just a shirt that Alyssa made. It's Mighty Soldiers Trade shirt. She's she's our artist. She's the one that does all this. So that Mighty Soldiers Trade's got the American flag. I'm an Army veteran, so you know that's pretty awesome for me. And um, nice. So let's see. Did that work? Yeah, I see it. Let me pull it up. There we go. Um, if you can, uh, maybe zoom in on it or something. Okay, zoom in on it. Huh. Okay, well, what I can do. not familiar, that's fine. I can, I can. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Even pull it up a little bigger on my end, too. What I can do, well, I guess that's about the best I can do. It's not really going to 
can you see it better now anyways so um so, uh, what you're moving around that box is that yeah you're thing? you can't really okay sorry guys this is not going to work with my screen i guess with the font size and stuff that i have but anyways this is the time in sales and you can see how it's flipping through you see the orders ticking through you know but anyway that's that's generally i'm just using this to look to see you know is this stock an active stock um yeah man i wish that this was going to work out better as far as the screen share because i got the level two here and stuff but um Maybe we'll just take this down then, Rohan. What do you think? Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, if it's gonna be too small, it's all good. Um, but no, I mean it makes sense. You gotta have lots of stuff up on your screen. <laughs> you can get kind of fiddly with that. Uh, going back to, I guess, my list of questions here. There, there's one thing that um, I know. I know you wanted to talk about a little bit. We have a little video example that we can pull up. Is how you would use level two to identify halts. Well, identifying halts in level two, pretty much what I'm looking for is on the bid or the ask, um, you're going to have, an, like we were, talking, we were talking about those walls earlier, and you're going to have an ever-growing wall on the bid or the ask. Uh, pretty much it'll get stuck between, you know, it'll get stuck in the spread, but the spread usually, generally, a lot of times, maybe not all the time, but it'll, it'll be like one cent. But let's say there's just a one cent spread. So we're $3, 301, it's stuck, it's not moving. The stock is now just sitting there between three and 301, not moving at all. And then you have like 30,000 on the ask, 30,000 goes to 70,000, 120,000, 300,000. You know, when you see a stock that stopped moving and you got your time and sales flipping through and you got your level two where you see a number on the bid or the ask that's ever growing, that's pretty much probably gonna be a halt. They're, they've at least locked that up and you should assume it's gonna be a halt majority of the time sometimes like i said everything nothing can is what it seems sometimes with level two you can't just automatically say yes this is this like yes that wall is we're not going to get through that or yes that's buyer stepping and yes that's a seller that i can't get through you know or yes this is going to halt you know you can't you can't just say that's the case but in, in this for this scenario pretty much you know if you see that ever-growing wall it's likely that it's going to halt and for me the, the, the big question is, so if it halts on the bid, if the ever-growing wall, like if we have the, the 10,000 up to 30,000, 70,000, 80,000 is on the bid, is that going to be bullish for the halt? Most of the time it is. Uh, or do we have the wall to where it's growing on the ask? And sometimes you'll even see only one share or zero shares even on the opposing side. So that's another kind of weird key giveaway that they do. But yeah, you're just, you're just looking at the level two, whatever the price point is that you see it lock up on your chart, it's stopped, it's not moving. I mean, we're not even moving up and down one penny. You're just stuck where you're at. And uh, it, you're just looking for that wall to continuously grow. And as you see that number growing, it's going to halt probably within the next like 30 seconds at least. Okay, very cool. If you want to I got I can uh, the video up. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let me do that. That's a lot easier to see. So, um, I guess do you want do you want to kind of talk through what's happening on the screen? I'm trying to figure it out as far as where the okay. So basically, see, I didn't. How long is this video? Uh, it's about halfway done, so maybe another 15 seconds. Okay, so pretty much at the top uh, on the right, you see the numbers, the bid and the ask, where it says size. Yeah. And then, it, then you're going to see a point where one of those on one side is going to start, uh, you know, like an ever-growing wall, like I was saying. Like the number is going to con continue to get bigger and bigger. But the thing is, is 
I'm wondering. Well, I think it... it did say that the stock is currently halted already, right? So, um, okay. So, I'm sorry. This is not the right video. Ah, there's, okay. That there's no way that can be the right video. Then I'm really sorry. I did. I didn't. Uh, I. Yeah, I'm really sorry, guys. Anyways, okay. if you want to put that back up, though, like I can tell talk you through where we're looking. Um, sure. Yeah, let's do that. But if, if you, anyways, you see the price on the left. This is a little bit different with TradeStation. The trade, TradeStation, you have the bid and the ask on the left in price together. And then you have the size uh, bid and ask on the right together. But norm, like on E-Trade and many other brokers, you'll have your bid and the size on the left. And you'll have the ask and the size on the right, which makes it a lot easier to, I think, for new people, new traders at least, to, to see what's going on. But um, you, you can see the size right there. And where you see 52, that's the bid. Where you see 200, that's the ask. Either one of those numbers will start to grow and continuously grow very fast. It'll 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 go from 200 to like 30,000 to up to 100,000, you know, and even 300,000 really quick. And when you see that happening, but you still see the price points 20 2104 and 2110, that's pretty much where how you know that it's going to be a halt. That it's not moving at all, and the wall on either one of those where i say the wall i mean the size the size on the bid the 52 or the size and they ask is 200. when that's continuously growing and it's not moving that's when you're looking for a haul on these and uh same thing down at the bottom um see that's the thing i, I wish my cursor was over it so you guys could see my cursor but on the bottom that's more of a traditional look of the level two and yeah on that one you would see just the size without again without it moving at all you would see the size on the ask side continuing to grow if it's halting on the ask or on the bid side if it's halting on the bid. And a lot of times if it's halting on the bid, it'll gap out of that. Doesn't mean that it's going to continue going higher just because it does, uh, you know, gap out of the halt. In fact, a lot of times the, if it gaps out of the halt, the first thing I'm doing is I'm trying to sell as fast as I can. I got into BNTX right, right on the, the day that they had the Pfizer news and it got into a halt like that and it gapped up out of the halt. And if I would have waited on my sell, I would have probably lost some money on that, but I sold as fast as I could when it gapped out of that halt. And you just, yeah, it's, it's that's, not that's an interesting use case for it too, right? Like if you're looking at, I mean, it's, it seems like it happens like more and more now these days, especially with like, you know, AMC and stocks like that, where, you know, it's getting halted or whatever on a particular day. And um, I don't know, as a trader, you might be interested in if it's going to be moving up after that or moving down. And maybe that this will give you an idea as to the case. Um, kind of related to that. Yeah, I saw it once in the chat and it's something I, I wanted to ask anyway. Uh, is what does it mean to bring down the wall? Bring down the wall just simply means that now, like that that big number that's on the ask, uh, say at you know twenty one ten, like we can see here, um, where you see the ask on the right side at the bottom part. Where mm -hmm. when you see when you see the say a big wall of like thirty thousand next to that, where it says two hundred, and then all of a sudden you know the price it's now at like twenty ninety nine. And then they take that big wall of like 30,000 and it keeps continuously coming down. It's kind of like it's smashing price. Like every, like you, the last thing you want is to be in a trade and you want it to go up and you see big, huge numbers coming over top of your, you know, where you are like 2110. And then it comes down from 2110, 2099. Then it's, you know, 2077. And you're like, oh, great. You know, I'm, I'm never getting out of this because it's showing intent to, to, to sell off the stock. And at that oh, point. Okay. That makes sense. Um, and, and kind of taking it a, a little bit of a step back there as well uh, from Solar Up, a great question in the chat. How is Andy selling out of halts? Are, are you putting limit orders on that or, or just market order? 
I do limit orders on everything. I don't ever do market orders. Market orders is going to give you the best fill. I've gotten, I, I'm, I'm just going to use the word ripped off. I'm not saying that it actually, you know, was nefarious actions or whatever, but I've, I've gotten ripped off in the way that I've, I've paid a huge premium for market orders in the past. So I, I only use limit orders and for limit orders for me, I have a quick trade bar and trade station where I can join the bid or sell at the ask bid plus one uh, is, is pretty easy and I can cancel that really easily. If it doesn't, if I see the price actually is not moving in my favor, I just cancel that order and I'll put a new one bid plus one. And that's generally the, where I'm going to get my best uh, value for my trade. But if I really need to, I can hit split, split, which is going to split the price between the bid and the ask. So if it's like 10 cents, I'm going to get the middle at 5 cents, whatever the, the mid is on, on that. Um, if I, and if I really needed to be aggressive, I could go ahead and, and take or uh, like, like you said, do a market order. And then I'm generally going to get filled, you know, on the first available liquidity, whatever there is there, whatever somebody is offering for, you know, to sell or if, depending on which way I'm going, sorry, but. Okay. Um, and so taking it, uh, okay. Uh, quick, I was going to ask you something, but quick question from the chat from Trent are market orders on the active trader trap tab on thinkorswim thinkorswim i i've I, I have it i don't use it so i don't know okay, I, I, I i think that most uh the only place that i know that has like a quick trade bar or a big button trading that has limit orders would be weeble and trade station if the other ones have limit orders because i know e-trade they have those the big button bid ask spread buttons and those those are not those are just market orders so I'm, you know i i guess i don't really prefer that because i'm I want to know that I'm getting the price that I said I'm going to get. And if I miss that, you know, that just means that I need to up my game and become a better trader. And I'm fine with that. I could just cancel that order, like I said, and put a new order in. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously, I mean, I understand why you prefer it compared to the uncertainty. Um, so when you're talking about level two data, and, and this is a show obviously focused at beginners like myself, um, when someone's looking to get into this, I know a lot of these platforms, it's a, some sort of extra cost or you have to apply for it. Um, is, are there any platforms that offer that data for first to get into it or even play around with it? When, when we first started with E-Trade, it was free. Um, half, like probably a year into that, they had contacted us and basically, actually, they didn't even contact us. We opened up our platform and we didn't have data. So we're, we called and we're like, what's going on? Can't trade like that. And they said, oh, you have to pay for the data. So then we had to start paying for the data. Then E-Trade offered it back to us for free. So that was interesting. TD Ameritrade has always offered it for free. I don't really remember if IB has free data or not, but um, TradeStation, I do have to pay and it's worth it for me. Like it's it's only about 40 to $60 max if you're a retail trader. It gets quite expensive for professional data, kind of like a car payment. <laughs> that, that car payment sucks, but... Yeah. Okay, cool. So um, just to recap on that, uh, TD is probably the one spot where you can get it for free. I think TD is free. And I, I Weeble, they, they keep, if you use it and do a certain amount of shares, I keep seeing seeing them with this ad that if you, if you trade a certain amount, especially with options, that they'll keep giving to you for free, I guess. Uh, that's, that's the ad that I keep seeing on Weeble. So I, I believe oh, that interesting. Weeble will if you trade enough. I'll have to check that out. I am on Weeble myself but i definitely don't trade that much so we'll see um okay so i guess moving towards this last couple questions here as we we probably have to close it out um andy what do you recommend for someone who's a beginner 
um, who's you know interested in trading. At, at what point do they start looking into this level two thing, and, and what are the first steps going about that? Um, if they want to get into level two data, how do you? What's like a first step on how to use it? I mean, for for me, the first thing that I would do, you know, if, if you're trying to day trade, because basically, I, I'm not assuming that you would even need level two if you're just uh, an investor or something, you know. So if you're trying to day trade, then I would I would have the level two up next to my charts. That way, I can see the orders and just start to get a feel for what's going on. Uh, look for the bigger walls, you know. Try to uh, keep you know take it with a grain of salt. Understand that those those numbers they may be real, they may not be real. Um, you're pretty much trying to dig through and see what is retail or what is the information that can actually affect my trades so I can profit off of this or so I can get out of the way. Me, my, my big thing is how stocks die 101. So more than how do I make money, I'm more concerned about how do I get out of the way or if I know that there's a predictable area of rejection, how do I, how do I take profit at that area? I want to take profit instead of thinking that, hey, we're going to go to the moon, you know, or at least take partial profit. But yeah, I mean, just... A free a, a broker that has more free data like TD Ameritrade is probably a really great place to start, and uh, you know just go from there and watch it and and look for the the halts on the, and and see how it acts in the halts and through this process you'll start to get an idea of how the orders are actually flowing through on on these trades and maybe you know you can make something out of it and you'll probably make something out of it that I don't and and you won't you know like somebody we we all have our own way of of seeing these things and we might find a needle in the haystack. It works for us a little edge that others don't even recognize there we go all right well appreciate it andy um oh one last one last question from the chat uh from trent again do short sell orders come up in low level two um basically uh a short sell you're you're just you're just selling first so it's going to come through as a seller and you know when you when you close that out you're buying so it would come through as a buyer i mean yeah, you would. I guess you probably wouldn't be able to realize it was a short sell order just from looking at level two. Um, oh no, I, I wish that I could. You know, I, I wish that I knew every time that it was eat, eat, what everybody's doing there. I would also like to see from what point they're holding, or you know, like who's still holding from this price point and various price points and stuff. I think that that's the information that at least new traders are just wishing that they understood and can see. And yeah, I imagine that'd be useful. it gets more complicated when you start looking at where the orders are coming from, you know, is the trying to dis distinguish, like, is this a market maker or stuff like that? Got it. Got it. All right. Well, uh, Andy, I, I want to say thank you. Appreciate you coming on the show. Um, you know, I, I enjoyed it. And I, I think we definitely got some good, good information there. I knew very little about level two coming into this and I definitely know more now. So I have to say I'm happy about that. Um, Thanks, Rohan. I really appreciate it. And man, sorry for getting frazzled a little bit there. I have no idea what happened, but it uh, happened. I mean, it, it's all good. Yeah, you would be surprised at the amount of times that happens to me on this show, even. Um, but uh, no, I appreciate it, and, and I want to give you a quick moment just to, you know, the floor is yours. Plug whatever you want to plug. Uh, where can people find you online? Uh, well, honestly, you know, okay, we we we're currently in a Discord, and I'm just trading for free. We have a small little group right now. I got hurt a while back and, and like just kind of took it easy. I'm just I'm just trading with some guys that we we enjoy trading together every day. If you guys want to come join us, you can check us out on our Discord. The links on our Twitter. And uh, you know, the one thing for for beginner traders though is I, I think the tools are very important. We might think that we want to save money on data, or we might want to save money on not paying for some other outside tool or whatever. But 
for me, yeah, the tools like having Benzinga Pro, for example, or, or you know, Flow Trade, Transplayer, any of these guys, these have helped me in my trading to understand more and grow. Like, you guys are a powerhouse. You have everything in one package. So, uh, I, I have a. I talk to new traders on the phone all the time, and they're telling me that they don't know what to find. They don't know what to trade. And, you know, they're getting into messy trades that they probably shouldn't even be in because they don't understand what they're doing. So the right tools, having the right broker, having the right tools, being able to see what's actually moving and not just picking something because of some random idea or, you know, some illiquid stock. Look for something, look for something with action, you know, or if you're day trading, at least if you're using charts, technical based trading. All right. There you go, folks. Andy's dropping the knowledge for you. So make sure, make sure you listen to that. If you have to scroll back, scroll back, listen to it again. Um, but appreciate it, Andy. Uh, loved having you on the show. And folks, for those of you who have you know, been watching or, or been following along with First Trade, just want to say appreciate you uh, for taking the time to tune in. And hopefully we'll see each other soon. Uh, might be a little bit. But if not, keep an eye on the Benzing YouTube channel. We have plenty of content and plenty of stuff that I'm very excited about. So uh, you know, just check it out. Uh, check out the channel and, and say what's up. All right, folks, that's it for today. My name is Rohan. Andy, thank you again. Uh, <laughs> first trade, folks, if you do not know. Anyway, this is a show where we're educating new investors. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.